0: Privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply to opt out.
3: I'm your host, Sharon Lynn Wyeth, creator of Namology Science and author of Know the Name, Know the Person. And in each weekly show, you hear the fascinating ways other people discovered the genius in them and what they were able to accomplish. At the end of each show, you'll hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius. All over the world, people have many, many diverse interests. And in that vein, people have asked about different occupations and areas of life that have highly interested them. People want to know how highly successful people have managed to achieve their genius mindset by utilizing the gifts that are seen in their name when we use nameology science. So how does someone express their creative talents and how does somebody share those gifts with others in such a way that everybody benefits? Our expert tonight is Dusty garside Brunecki, who has developed her genius in the area of cleaning houses. Now on this show, I've invited guests who have different professions to share their ideas with us. All of our guests have risen to the height of excellence in their chosen professions. Tonight's guest is especially interesting to me as I'm a professional organizer just as much as I help businesses and individuals by interpreting names to know a person's personality traits. Now I love going into a cluttered space, be it an office, home, or a garage, and making it into an organized area that is a joy for its efficiency and appearance. And at the end of organizing a home, especially when the house is getting ready to go up on the market, I recommend that the house get a deep cleaning, which I consider to be like a facelift. It is always the finishing touch. Tonight's guest does that deep cleaning and is in high demand in her area as she is most efficient and so detailed in what she does. She gives every place that magical touch that makes the space sparkle. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You radio show, Dusty. Thank you. It's great to be here. Now, do people tease you that your nickname or your name is Dusty and you dust or clean for a living?
4: Yes, they do. I get asked all the time, is that your real name? Is that your nickname? And it is my real given name.
3: And isn't that apropos? <laughs> I love it. It's oh, it, it, it is. It, it's kind of like the the dentist, you know, that has um, Dr. Payne for a, a name or, you know, something like that. I think er- this is just great. Er-
4: yeah, absolutely.
3: So how did you discover, Dusty, your talent for cleaning houses? And more importantly, when did you realize that you actually enjoyed cleaning other people's stuff, their places?
4: Oh, gee. Um, how I realized I had a talent is fr- fr- from a young age, I was always wanting to be in with my mom and my grandma and everybody else and help and was was taught how to do things and how to do things right. And by the time I was old enough to, to do chores and stuff, I had some early life lessons that, boy, if you don't do it the way that they would do it, you're going to have to go back and do it over again. So I just learned how to do it. And I think it was, it was about, you know, when I was younger, it was about making people happy and making their lives easier because my mom was a single parent and my sister and I had chore lists from hell and boy, those better be done by the time mom got home.
3: So
4: when did you decide then you you liked to clean houses? Um, I I I didn't like things being messy. And I just knew that I knew how to do it. And it was always so much more fun if I went to a friend's house and their parents were like, oh, okay, before you can go play, you got to clean up your room. I'm like, okay, let's do it. And I just, I had, I'm, maybe I'm a, a total weirdo. I had fun. It was always so much more fun to go, go play house at somebody else's house. So,
3: is it like you know, we hear that the plumbers, when they're plumbers, that their own houses need plumbing? Is that the same for you that your own house then gets out of control at all, or do you keep your
4: house just as clean as you keep everybody else's? I wish I kept mine as clean as I do my clients. Um, it gets, it gets close, you know, to and you know, I, I'll go through once or twice a week and make sure the laundry is all caught up and the vacuuming's done and things are done, and just tonight. I looked inside the dishwasher after dinner and there were ants and I'm like, Oh god So I have the daughter go grab me a dishwasher thing and I'm like, Well, don't care if there's a full load or not, we're running this thing now. So, you know, just like everybody else, it's you know, my house isn't perfect, but it's my kitchen and my bathroom are always spotless and I, I wouldn't be horrified if somebody showed up at the door. It no it's not as good as, as what I do for my client, but it's close. <laughs> It's close, it's you know. Close. No, it's. Are you kidding? No, I, I. tell my husband and daughter all the time. I'm like, man, if you're on my team, you'd be fired because <laughs> they don't. You know, if I ask if I ask them to do stuff, they don't do it, or they don't do it the way I want it. And so I've I've learned to relax a lot about stuff. And you no, know, it doesn't have to be perfect. And no, my bed isn't always made. You know, I'm I'm, I'm human, just like everybody else. But I mean, that you you won't you might find a cobweb, but you won't find anything disgusting.
3: Okay. Well, that's a good idea. Well, this is the part of the show where we interpret a portion of our guest's name. Are you ready? Oh, I'm beyond ready. <laughs> okay. It's, what's really interesting about your name is it says that your mind works better when there's some kind of clutter around. So whether it is just a drawer or a closet or the car or just the garage or something, you have to have some kind of clutter. Because when you look at that clutter, your mind gets going, like it's the key to the ignition that starts it. And you say, now, how can I clean this up? And then your mind's in gear and then you can transfer it to other things. But when everything's too clean, too neat, too perfectly in order, that your mind's having a hard time getting started because there's nothing to engage it to how do I clean, To you know, like that key in the ignition. Your name also says that you have a great sense of humor, that you can handle having a lot of attention, that you can learn anything once somebody shows you how, but the minute you've caught on and you understand it, it's like, go away, leave me alone, I got it now, don't micromanage me, that you have... You have a a way of perseverance that you're going to stick to something that you put your mind to. You're not going to give up. On the other hand, if you use that same energy, you can self-sabotage yourself in a way because you can get very stubborn at different times. Um, Your name also says that you've got fairness issues, that you have a very generous heart, and you're here to really help people change. And so I think that's interesting. Maybe you can change their cleaning habits but it, your last name indicates that you were taught, just as you said, that it, everything had to be perfect. Everything had to be the best that it could possibly be because you were here to learn how to think fast on your feet and how to make the world a better place. So how does that sound?
4: Oh, my God. Get out of my head. <laughs> that, is, that, that is, I'm like, damn. Yeah, okay, put it this way. Sylvia Brown has nothing on you for, for a psychic. Oh, yeah, and she's expensive. <laughs>
3: anyway, Dusty, yeah. give us one tip. One tip. What is an easier way to clean something that you think most of us do the hard way?
4: Um, one tip. The bathroom. When you get out of the shower and things are kind of steamy and wet, Wipe, wipe the sink, You know, you use your use your bath towel to dry dry stuff off. You know, get get the dust and stuff up, dry the mirror off, and you'd be amazed how sparkling stuff is. And I'm trying to think something else that would that's difficult because I, I don't find a lot of things really difficult um, just because I've been doing it for so long. Um, is
3: is there one area of a house that in most houses you go into that area is dirtier than the rest of the areas?
4: Um, kitchens and vanities. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say vanities, um, a lot of living rooms too, because of a lot of electronics, people don't dust. Oh, that's an
3: interesting thought. I was going to say in our bathroom, we have what do you call it a squeezy or I don't even know what you call it that you would usually use on windows. And we do that to Mm -hmm. the shower stalls every time, you know, when we're getting out and so we always think, okay, at least it looks decent for the next one in, you know, or you can Absolutely.
4: watch, you know, um,
3: I was just going to say, you can watch the kids say, no, I want to be the first one to take a shower because the last one in a row has to use the squeezy.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that, that's, I you know, my, a microfiber cloth works wonders, you know, when m- most people don't use a washcloth more than once, they may use their towel more than once, but use your washcloth to you know, wipe things down, give things a rinse off, and, you know, just seriously wiping up the, the dust and stuff, it, I don't know, there's just something about just wiping off a, a counter, you know, just, just a clean sweep and having stuff being fresh, and it, it's a very simple thing to do. It does not take long. You know, you can start at the top, wipe wipe off the shelf, wipe off the, the, camp, the sink, and then, finish off wipe you know wipe wipe off the floor and you'd be surprised that all the dust and hair and gunk that gets up on off just taking less than a minute to wipe everything down
3: I wish some of the people whose houses I go into and declutter would do that because I move an item and there's dog hair and trash and and I end up sometimes sweeping Mm -hmm. a room like five different times because I constantly have to sweep out every time I move something you know because I'm I Mm -hmm. literally take pretty much everything out of a room if we're totally decluttering, if it's bad, and then put everything back Mm -hmm. in it. So I end up sweeping a lot. But anyway, we need to take a break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and XZone Broadcast Network, and on the website, knowthename.com. After the break, we're going to find out some tips. Stay tuned. Mm
0: Simo TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simo TV today. Sign up at Simultv.com. Do it today.
1: We live in rapidly shifting times of extreme volatility and uncertainty. Such profound change brings a unique opportunity for the evolution of consciousness. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, host of Mission Evolution Radio Show, a program that explores the latest scientific developments and deepening spiritual truths supporting human evolution. Join me on XZBN.net, where I interview leading experts in science, physics, medicine, spirituality, and more.
3: Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. Our guest tonight is Dusty. And then, Dusty, how did you get all the rest of this Garside Brinecki? Were you born with that name?
4: I was not. um, Garside is my maiden name, and my dad didn't have any boys, and there's very few of the of the original Garside lineage, you know, from Oklahoma area and we're we're all over the US, we're not the English ones. And so when I got married, I decided, okay, well, I'll keep I'll drop my my given middle name and just take Garside and then Branicky. And for the first 30 years of my life, I was a um, I was known as Garside and before I left Corporate America to become a personal assistant and housekeeper. I was a paralegal, legal secretary, so I was professionally known as Garside. And I joked with my husband that, you know what, honey, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep both names because the checks will clear either way. So that, <laughs> that that, that's why I've got I've got that, you know. And it's it, d- Dusty works just fine. Hey, you, mom, whatever, you know, it's it's all good.
3: Okay, well, your website is housekeepingfairygodmother.com. And for anybody who's interested, it is delightfully playful on her website with great colors. So that is housekeepingfairygodmother.com. So when you started cleaning houses, Dusty, how did you know what to charge and how did you attract your very first
4: client? Wow, um, how I knew what to charge was, I, I had researched what some local companies charge that have teams of two, three people that go out and don't don't do as detailed of move things and do everything I do. And then I before I was licensed background screen insured, I had a really good family friend that they their life was pretty much a kind of a train wreck and they were they had the local company say, "Oh, gee, we'll charge you a thousand dollars." And my husband and I looked at each other and we're like, "We'll charge you two hundred bucks to go to go clean the downstairs of your house and and detail your kitchen and do everything." So that's how we got started. It was it was for my husband went and helped me the first time, and then you know, did I cleaned for for these friends for about six seven years, and you know, as as time went on, I realized that you know, they, they were getting a hell of a deal, but it was kind of enabling them to not do much themselves between times. And so they decided that, and I, you know, it was a mutual parting of the ways we're still great friends, that, that they and their children needed, who were now in high school, needed to take a little responsibility and start taking care of some stuff themselves. So that that's kind of how that went. But yeah, I just, I looked at what, what some of these corporations charge and I know that they don't pay their employees that and so I kind of just went and undercut them and like I said this was years ago before getting licensed and background screened and I've got a background doing legal research so you know I I I know how to figure things out and do things right and buy the book so that's how I figured out prices and and what values of things were.
3: So did you have any stumbling blocks along the way while you were setting up your business?
4: And if so, how did you overcome it? Oh that? Lord, yes. I, I did. Um, I used to think that I could I, that I could do everything and I would underestimate the amount of time things would take. I didn't back then I didn't I didn't just go bid jobs. It was, oh, I heard that you're a great cleaner. Gee, my mom my mom and dad need some help. You know, kids that I'd gone to junior high and high school with 20, 30 years ago, had contacted me and ended up just doing, you know, above and beyond stuff. Which it, it's always good to do a little extras, but you know, I, I would th- I would think, okay, this is only going to take me three or four hours. And five hours later, I'm looking at my watch, going, gee, I need to go pick up kiddo from school. I've got another client waiting. So you know, had, had to really learn to set some limits and some boundaries, and you know, it's trial and error figuring out okay, how long does this take? How long does that take? And and what what different people have definitions of clean, and you know, what what's considered a housekeeping chore versus a maid chore versus basic maintain your own home everyday maintenance stuff.
3: So when you're deciding when you go in, do you charge by the size of the house? Or by, or are you looking at how many people live in the house? Does that make a difference? Because does that make it messier or dirtier, or
4: where you're needed more? It, it, it can Yeah, it can. What it is is, it's also I. Um, I have checklists now, and I interview people, and we'll straight up ask, "Hey, what is it exactly that you're looking for? What 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 do you do on your what What do you do on your own? Um, what what areas?" Are, are the most important to you and how will you know when something is clean how you know is, is, is there a tell for you when, when you know that something is to your standards you know because all, generally um, first-time cleanings or deep cleanings if they haven't had a um, professional cleaning in the last 30 to 60 days you know it, it's going to need a top to top to bottom, what, what I like to call the full fairy godmother, you know, just go and get everything done, and then, you know, after that, if they don't want to, it's not that they don't want you. if they really are too busy to maintain that level themselves, if they want maintenance, whether it's with me or with somebody else, then they can decide on that.
3: Okay. Now, you not so only have private homes, okay, but also homes that are getting ready mm-hmm. to sell. Now I know that relatives in your Absolutely. area love a really clean house, as it's easier to sell. Do mm-hmm. you clean any differently if it's a house that's going
4: on the market? Um, if it's a house that's going on the market, there's there's two different things. Um, if it is if um, if it's empty or if it's still furnished, um, I I know what people are are looking for and. I, I clean sort of the same, but on, on some things, you know, you, you do. You, if it's been neglected, you get it as as good as you can possibly get it. Like I said, it it varies house to house. Um, with with some things, if there's already furniture in it or if it's been staged, it it can be easier. I had one that I recently went and went and you know helped helped a friend out. She started doing one end, I started at the other, and Two days later, they took pictures. A week after that, the house sold. You know, and I've got an appointment with her tomorrow. She's moving into a brand new house, and we're cleaning it before before she moves in. She requested me specifically, so yeah, it it it's a great question. Um, all everybody's houses are different. You know, there, there's no two that are identical. Yes, if you have a, there, there can be people that have pets. That you know, it's just the floors get really bad, you know, it, it's not, not that big. you got, got a good vacuum, got a good duster, not a big deal. And there's other ones that, you know, they don't have pets, but they're really messy and things get spilled. So it, it takes a little more, you know, or they'll have something on their hand and grab the front of a cupboard or something. And, you know, it, and and. Fortunately and unfortunately, you can't unsee things. So if you see something that needs doing, if that's on your regular thing, you just do it. Okay. So you also have
3: very many busy executives as clients. Do they leave you alone in the house while you work, or how does that work?
4: They they usually do. Um, I've I I look like a janitor, I've I, you know, or the zookeeper with you know, you see, sure you remember all the cartoons. I have every different key for something. I've got several keys and alarm codes to people's homes, and usually they're they're on they're on a schedule and on a maintenance schedule. And they normally somebody's not home. If they are home, they'll usually text me and say, "Hey, I'm working in the other room." I'm like, sure, no problem. You know, if if you're going to be on a call or something, let me know. I won't vacuum, or we'll do that first or last. But yeah, they do their thing, I do mine, so it, it works out really well. It's just. It's not, it's not total autopilot, but it's kind of, you know, we, we, have, we have the routine. And generally, if somebody's telling them, like, hey, what's going on? Um, you know, less than, usually less than 60 seconds. You know, you're, you're polite, but you're not there to visit. You're there to do a job. I'm like, hey, anything, anything special going on you need to know about? Um, you know, got me, got me special project, something that you want me to pay extra attention to? And usually, like, nah, just the normal Like, Hey, yeah, can, could you take this out for me? I'm like, yeah, no problem. Let's just do this. So it's, okay. I prefer if they're not home because it goes a lot faster for me. Because there's nobody but, interrupting you, know, you at all times? <laughs> yeah, no, you, usually they know not to. And they're like, oh, I've got one relative that is a client. She's like, well, I'll be in the other room. I'll shut the door and I'll be paying bills. And, you know, she comes out and I asked her, she goes, well, I don't, I don't want, I don't want you to do that right now because, you know, this is your time. And I was like, seriously, I'm almost done. You need help setting this up. Okay. Yeah. Let me call my husband, auntie. He'll come over and, and, you know, he'll set up your printer and your DVD player for you. You know, th- th- that's, that's the family thing. I'm like, no, you're not paying for him to come do that. Give me a break. But gen- generally, no, it's, You know, we're really respectful of each other. If I'm there to do a job, they're there doing their job. We stay out of each other's way. We smile, we nod, we wave when we're heading out the door and lock it behind us even if they're home.
3: Well, I was going to say, having your husband come over and set up printers, that is extra and above. No wonder they love you. We need to take another break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and Zone Broadcast Network Station, and on the website, knowthename.com. This show is dedicated to being able to easily and effectively keep your house clean. After the break, we're going to find out some of the different methods that Dusty uses to clean houses quickly and effectively. Stay tuned.
2: Broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Zone Broadcast Network. www.xzbn.net
0: You have heard of the Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide and more.
3: Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Dusty Garside-Bernacki, who can be reached via her website at housekeepingfairygodmother.com. Now, Dusty, you serve the Sacramento area in California. So what if someone doesn't live in your area? What are the important questions that, for someone to ask a potential house cleaner before deciding if this person is the right person for them? How would they pre-interview somebody they
4: know? Oh, that's excellent. Um, are they licensed? Are they insured? If it's just a single cleaner, you don't bond yourself. You, you are bonded if you have employees. But they they need to be licensed and background screened and insured. Um, they need to have experience with different um, material types, whether somebody's got granite, natural stone, wood, laminate, carpet, whatever, um, they, they need to know how you know what what chem- what type of chemical things can you use on this, and that you never use on that, and just you know how how experienced are they?
3: Okay, for so for an example. Let's say they have a stainless steel refrigerator. What would you use to clean stainless steel? Because a lot of people have that and don't know what to do.
4: The, the The best thing to do is take a microfiber cloth. You can use you can use water. You can use a commercial, um, you know, cleaner. You know, stainless steel cleaner. Some things you can you can use just a regular mirror window cleaner. I found one that I, I use today on one of my clients that has the stainless steel is microfiber, um, whether it is a shop cloth that you can get at Sam's, Costco, Walmart, or if you want to, to go get a Norwich name brand one, you know, just get that damp with a little bit of cleaner, a little bit of water, and go with the grain, and it, usually the stuff comes right off. this may seem like an obvious question,
3: Dusty, but is it better for people to have items all picked up prior to getting their house cleaned? I mean, I know some people leave dishes in the sink or toys out or talk to me about that. Does it slow down where you're able to do less or does that take you longer and you charge them for it? Or how does that work?
4: Generally what I ask people to do is pick things up. You know, if you can have your kids pick up their toys off the floor um, for, for me, it's you know, before I vacuum my house, I got to take all my dog's toys and throw them in the toy basket. Uh, you know, if, if they can do that, if they can have their dishes rinsed and put in the dishwasher, or if if they if they want the sink cleaned and not the counter cleaned, you know, if if I can't reach the sink, I will straight up ask somebody, Do you want me to do the dishes? are are, are you wanting to pay somebody to wash your dishes? You know, I, I, one, of, one of my longtime wonderful clients today, he's, I've got him on a maintenance thing, and compared to hourly versus maintenance package, it doesn't take me as long as what he pays me for. So today, let's see, I, I cleaned wine glasses that were sitting out that had some lipstick on them, not a big deal, and washed them and put them away. It's, I customize it for other people. But to straight up answer your question, if, if they have their stuff picked up and put up, you know, don't don't have all your shoes and your toys sitting out, you know, sit, sit them in your room, set them in your closet, because the, the easier that I can reach all all and access all areas, the faster it's going to be, the less you're going to spend. You know, if if you if your money and your time are equally important, pick stuff up. OK, it's, Dusty, what's one thing a person can do in the kitchen to help keep it clean? Wipe the stove off after you every time you cook. Wipe it down and dry it. Soap water and then dry it. Okay. Does it matter what kind
3: of an oven it is? Um, the type the type of oven, um, or, or the type of stove Because there's different kinds. There's you know flat ones. That-
4: there, the, there are there are there are different types. Um, if if you have like an induction glass or whatever. Most of those you can still just wipe down and, you know, wipe it with a damp cloth and dry it with a dry cloth. You know, just keep, keep, keep if you wipe stuff up after the stove's cooled down, after you eat, after you've cooked something, don't be, don't just let it, the grease and the grime accumulate because the more stuck on stuff is, it's just, you can have, you can have gorgeous expensive kitchen and ruin it by by having stuff on there.
3: Could would you ever use a like a razor blade to help get stuff off of that kind of a stovetop?
4: No, no, Gener- generally not because you don't want to take the chance of scratching something. You know, you it, if something's stuck on there, you usually get it get it damp and something that's non-abrasive, just, you know, work at it, scrape at it to get it off. Um, razor blade's kind of a, a last resort thing, and that's not something that I would recommend using. Um, I've heard that they make like a plastic, you know, a plastic razor type scraper thing. I, If, if it's not like a, a soft cloth or, or the edges of the fibers of a microfiber or, you know, a soft scrubby, I won't. I won't do, that's personally, I won't do it. So that I've, I've never, you know, in all the years I've been doing this, I've never ruined somebody something or had a claim on my insurance policy, and I'd really like to keep it that way.
3: Okay. And so how often would the, for, No, go ahead. How often would the oven be cleaned? Like, I know some people put like foil in the bottom of the oven and say, okay, that's good enough, and we switch it out, you know, like yearly or whatever. Um, Other people are fastidious, and every month they are cleaning all the inside of their oven. What's your recommendation?
4: You know what? um, A a lot of self-cleaning ovens I've found when doing move-out cleanings those don't work. Um, As soon as you spill something, wipe it up. Don't don't just leave it there. Later doesn't come. Um, On on that, usually about it depends on how how often you use it. My mom used to clean her clean her oven. Every year on her birthday,
0: <laughs> so okay. you know
4: she cleaned it yearly. Some people clean it more. It depends on how often you use it, you know. And if if, if you're just baking something and it, you know, pies are infamous for, for flowing over and spilling. Yeah, you want to get that up right away. Um, greasy stuff, yeah. It's the longer you leave it, the harder it's going to be. It it's really personal preference. Um, that that is usually a special request item for me to clean somebody's oven. I can, I'm good at it. It's it's generally, that that is like a move out cleaning thing or a special out, deep clean out on that. That's not part of the regular service.
3: So on your regular service, would you rotate certain things? Like I know the fabulous lady that that comes to my house once a month. Um, like one month she'll do the refrigerator and then the next month she does the oven and the next month, I mean, she has something that's special that you don't do all the time. Like maybe she'll do the, the cabinet Inside the curio's cabinet or something, but she does one special thing every time she comes. Do you do that, or do you say no whenever that you want that done? It's
4: going to be extra. Um, it it really it varies on that. Um, the the type of things I do because mo- most of my special one, you know, most of the rotation things are every two weeks. Some are like every month. What I'll do is on some of them, you know, hey, we'll 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 super get the ceiling fans one time and you know the ceiling fans and all the cobwebs it's like every other time and do that um baseboards are usually every three or four times you know i i do light switches in front of fronts of cupboards and stuff every time um i don't know that that's that's a great question oh the um the tracks of a door you know going going in and out you know like mm-hmm. a sliding door that, that right. that's the type of thing you know. I, I I spot do those almost almost every time. You know, I may not clean an entire sliding door and most windows. There's a lot of insurance companies want you to have a glass policy. It's one if somebody's got a type of window that, you know, the whole thing comes out. There's no, I'm not going to take it out. I'm not going to take the chance of doing that. You know, I can spot do this and that. I straight up tell people, hey, listen, that is not my specialty. I'll give it a shot. But I um I can't guarantee that it's going to be perfect because those window washers make certain things for a reason. So you know th- there I have very few limitations. But if, if I see a great big you know like a dog nose print or a kid hand print on on a window or on a sliding door, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my 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 mirror cloth or my my glass tablecloth and wipe that thing down and make sure it doesn't look all disgusting. You know, so it's just. I don't know. That's that's a great question. There's some things that, you know, some people don't want you getting in their fridge. The the most I do is if when I'm wiping off the front of the fridge or the handles, I'll open it and just wipe the wipe the side down. You know, if somebody wants me to do the inside of the fridge, no problem doing that. But I did that for one client one time, and he got real upset that I they were on vacation and there was a horrible stench. I threw out things that were expired by two years, and he had a fit. Oh oh <laughs> yeah.
3: Want to throw those out too but of course it's somebody else's stuff you always need to ask well i'm interested on how you deal with order odors and how you manage that because i'm sure like you said the refrigerator could stink or the bathrooms could stink so when we come back from bread, that's what i'd like to know we do need to take our last break stay tuned to know the name know the genius in you on xzbn.net and knowthename.com after the break we're going to find out some more cleaning tips and what dusty has in her name that has assisted her that you just might have in your name as well. Stay tuned.
2: Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com.
1: The concept of a new age has been around since the late 19th century, yet much of its original meaning has been lost. What exactly is the new age? Is it a religion, a collection of obscure esoteric practices, a series of doomsday predictions, or an astrological event? The New Age Chronicles is a unique, complimentary publication bringing reason and grounded information to separate fact from fiction. Chock full of valuable information to support you as we make the monumental shift into the new era. You won't want to miss a single innovative issue. The New Age Chronicles newspaper is coming soon to www.newagechronicles.com.
3: Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Dusty Garside-Berneke, whose website is housekeepingfairygodmother.com. She has taken her skills to a level where Dusty is able to clean houses and share her secrets with others to enable them to keep their houses clean. Okay, Dusty, how did becoming a house cleaner change your life? Did it change from what you were doing before as a legal
4: paraprofessional? Oh, Lord. no, no, no more pantyhose and high heels, um, <laughs> no more, t- no no more 10 hour days and then getting calls after I get home. I mean, yeah, if I work, uh, if I work longer than six to eight hours in a day, that's because I've scheduled, you know, th- three major appointments. Um, every, everything that I've been able to do, I, I work. Oh, as a hospice caregiver for my mom the last five years of her life. And if I had a traditional job, there's no way I would have been able to do that. Um, Have been to every field trip my daughter ever did, did Girl Scouts, did coaching, and still worked and was able to contribute to my family's income. So I I would not trade being an entrepreneur for the world. I've, I've really realized while I'm a great team player, I don't think I could be anybody's employee ever, again ever.
3: Yeah. Once you have the I freedom like being of being in the box and doing my own thing. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So yeah, let's look at you know, how do you clean the different surfaces that comprise floors? Like you, do you clean tile floors differently
4: than wood floors? Yes, you do. Wood, wood does not like water period. And does not like moisture. Um, a, a tile floor. If, if it's, if it's, if, you know, if, it, if it's sealed and, you know, durable. You can you can wet mop that. You can steam mop that. You can hands and knee it. It's you know it, it's pretty pretty easy. I've even got a a floor mate, a, electric cleaner that I'm in love with. It it scrubs and sucks up the water and everything all in, all in one. I I just adore it. Um, so that's great for for wood floors. You usually want to dust mop it. Um, always check the manufacturer's suggestions because you you don't want to do something to void the warranty on it. So, you know, um, if I'm going to do somebody's wood floor, the most I would do is really a lightly misted microfiber mop, whether that's a little tiny bit of distilled water, whether it's, you know, a a Bona cleaner or whatever brand you want to call it. Um, Just really, really careful with what what you do to it, because you don't want to ruin somebody's floor.
3: Yeah, especially those wood floors. I was just amazed how expensive they are. Um, we've talked oh, yeah. no, about, no, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> we've talked about the kitchen, uh, the bathroom, and floors. Let's move to bedrooms. What about changing sheets? Is there a fast way to change
4: sheets? You know, there, there, there truly isn't. your Your best Your best bet is just take everything off the bed you know if, if you've got blankets and comforters or just a comforter just t- you know take your comforter lay it across something take your take your blanket lay it across it just you know take take all take all the sheets off take pillowcases off stick them to a side grab your other ones and just put them on that's there's really there's not a super quick way to do it if you're just used to doing it you just do it um one of my hacks is for my own, if I'm fold if I'm folding laundry and folding sheets, is I I, I put the complete set and the matching pillowcases all together in the closet.
3: Yeah, Just I do so that it makes too. It and, easier to find them. And on the bottom sheet, you tuck <laughs> there's, there's in the. There's no fast folds. way. <laughs> okay, when you're folding your sheets, oh, yeah, you tuck in the folds on the bottom sheet so they all lay nicely.
4: Oh oh yeah, absolutely yeah. You you, you try to square it off as much, much as possible. Mm-hmm yeah um, some sets are easier to to get that perfect point on than others you know that's just how it how it goes but yeah i'm i'm good at that
3: do do most people require hospital corners or do people prefer not to have their sheets tucked in what what's the fad this day
4: um i've only only got one client right now that i change sheets change sheets for and that's an airbnb client and truth be told she showed me how to do a hospital corner because I'd never done one I I knew how to make it nice and tight and do this that and the other but I am now the queen of hospital Hospital
3: corners corners. (laughs) well my dad's a physician so all of us kids were grew up with we had to make hospital corners so I was always curious I I, I didn't have a choice go ahead
4: no 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 I mean I I knew how to make I've known how to make a bed since I was like two three years old that was one of the cool things that, you know, I, I'd make it, and then when I wasn't looking, my parents would go straight and I would go, oh, it looks great, and even though it looked like hell.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, living rooms and entire houses always need to be dusted. Is there a fast way to dust and get under all the decoratives? Or is one product better at keeping the dust off of surfaces so it stays clean
4: longer? I mean, the majority, I would think, um, is um, so much dusting. A, a, a microfiber cloth or, you know, if, if, you, if you like the I like the Swiffer dusters because they they work great. But th- there is a, there is a point to where the less clutter and the less things that you have sitting out, the easier it is just to you know lift up a picture frame and dust it. But I'll i usually have like a microfiber mitt on my hand or a cloth in my hand and wipe off the front of a picture frame and you know stuff that a regular duster just isn't going to get. And you you can do it quickly, but you you need to be careful enough to where don't just don't do like the commercials do and go around stuff because I, I've had times where the edge of my duster has, has has caught something and it goes flying off a shelf and I'm praying as I'm you know running doing that quarterback you know and receiver <laughs> catch thing that it doesn't hit the floor. So you know there's it's just gravity. You start at the you start at the top of the room, you end at the bottom.
3: So how often, if they have wood furniture, would you recommend that people oil their furniture?
4: That that is a that's a personal preference. Um, if it looks dry, dried out, they can. It it is it's absolutely their preference of what of what they want to do and how they want it done. Um, there's there's some things I've used just a little bit of of orange oil or pledge. You know, there's a multi surface that I've used different brands over the years that work great. Some people don't. Don't want their stuff oiled. They want it original, however it is. So, yeah, that's how often you do something. It's you know how how, how dry is it, and what 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 type of look do you want? Because all, all woods are different.
3: Okay. If you so how, how often? Um,
4: every few months.
3: Okay, and, and I guess it depends on the climate too, from where you are and how dry the wood gets. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Or if they leave all the windows open, or Absolutely. do use air conditioning? <laughs> um, oh if, yeah. If you could change one thing about how people keep their houses, what would that be?
4: Take your shoes off at the door and don't wear shoes in the house. You
3: find that you, that you, tracks you, a you, lot, you,
4: or why? It it tra- it it tra- it, tra- it tracks things in. Um, whether it's mud from outside or germs or, you know, tracking dog hair or whatever one into the other, it just, it, your stuff will stay nicer looking longer and you won't scratch up your floors and everything. And there's more than one thing I'd love to do. People that shower that are into all these essential oils and body scrubs that have oil in them, stop. You're ruining the surface of your shower you're making your plumber rich and it's this the disgusting black ring that you will get on the bottom of your tub is not worth it. You know, it, it, it takes us a long time to get it off and to keep doing it. Wait until you're after the out of the shower to put your oils and stuff on. Do not put them on in the shower. It's a fall risk and it oil is that's why for oiling the furniture I'm like, eh it, it's a tricky one. You want to buff it and make sure it's in there's not too much sitting on it because oil attracts dirt.
3: <laughs> right, right it does, it definitely does so, thank you so much for being with us Dusty, is there anything so else you're welcome, anything else like in 30 seconds that you want to say or share before we close out
4: you, you know what, just pick, pick stuff up and don't let things get out of control, if they are ask for help and get help because life life's too short to have a yucky house
3: well, I look at it the, the cleaner the environment, the, the cleaner you're thinking. Anyway, thank you so much for being with us, Dusty. Thank okay, you. everyone. Be prepared and surprised and pleased if you are lucky enough to get to experience Dusty Garside Bernetti's work. Her website, again, is housekeepingfairygodmother.com. Dusty excels at cleaning houses and being persistent in doing the best job she can. Persistence, which is turned upside down is stubbornness, is found in the letter combination of ST like also like it's in dusty in that placement of st but also anywhere in the name so like a stephanie or a stacy you know would have that same thing of stubbornness and persistence depending on which side you want to use if your name has an st combination in it you too can use this energy to get in your own way by being stubborn or use this energy in an uplifting way to get enormous tasks accomplished by being persistent do you know where your genius lies? I'm Sharon Lynn Wyatt, host of the radio show, Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which can be heard every weekday at various hours right here on xzbn.net radio and XZone radio station and on the website, knowthename.com. Tune in to hear the fascinating ways other people have discovered the genius in themselves and what they're able to accomplish. In each show, you hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius. For all the days and times of Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, please go to xzbn.net and check out our broadcast schedule. If you wish to learn how to read a person's name or know more about your own name and discover your innate genius, visit the website knowthename.com and give yourself the gift of a session. This is Sharon and Wyatt signing off.